Hi, Stephanie. I'm waving. It's a wave hello. <laughs> oh, hi, Thomas. Uh, how, how are you? Hmm. It, that feels like a loaded question today. Uh, not coming from you, just mm. how I'm taking it. Mm. Um. I feel lots of things. Um, and so it's hard to land on one, you know? Overall, I'm fine. <laughs> and it's just, you know, lots of things adding up to that fine. Okay, I. To be clear, I'm laughing because that's my uh, usual term to gloss over the turmoil yeah. underneath the surface. Mm, so I did. I'm not laughing at the turmoil. I'm laughing at the self reflection of hearing my excuse. Uh, oh to yeah. Not talk about. How does it feel? I, I well, I again, I I feel uh, encouraged to ask Stephanie. I talk to me about fine. How are you really feeling? What's deeper? What adds up to that? Please. I am listening. I want to know. Mm. I mean, we could talk the next hour probably about this. But let's see. Um, I am kind of sick. And I uh, I felt last weekend like... I was getting over the hump. I was getting better. And then this week has said, oh, no, just kidding. You're, you're not fully better. So um, that's kind of a bummer. Um, and so I feel a little, like, foggy from that. Um, and what else? I'm glad it's the weekend because – I can basically stay home all day if I want to. Um, but with that is feeling work pressure as well. So it's like good that it's the weekend and still feeling pressure and a little stress about all of my to-dos. On top of all the other usual weekend to-dos that come with getting a family ready for the next week. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag. That's exactly the term that I was thinking about commenting after mm. you said this group of things. And then I realized, what is a mixed bag? Where did that come from? <laughs> Maybe we'll include that on a, a future episode of catchphrases. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I just want to be clear, too. I don't want to be as dramatic as you and think <coughs> about this as... You can't say that while I'm drinking. <coughs> 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 oh. Uh 
as turmoil. Like that feels mm. like an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there yet. Maybe check in next week okay. and we'll see. But right now it's just kind of like, meh, overall fine. And could be better. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right. So, Thomas, how are you doing today? Stephanie, I feel great. Ooh. Yeah. I just spent 40 minutes outside, 35 of which were in direct sunlight. Mm. It feels so good. It's been rainy the past couple of days where I live. And rain Mm -hmm. means that's in the way of me and sunlight. So. Yes. I just got in from that. I just had a snack. I just sat down. I was on the call on time. I'm ready to go. You were. So it's that. It's it's kind of the, the flip side of a fine where it's like it's great. But it's also because of lots of little things. So just mm-hmm. that combo. And you know what? Yeah. I get to talk with you. And we didn't get to do that earlier in the week. So. Uh, well, I I wish I had a bit more energy. But it feels like you've got enough to push us through today. We'll see. <laughs> oh, good. All righty. Well. What do you want to talk about? Stephanie, <clears throat> I want to talk about when somebody asks uh, asks a favor of you. Mm-hmm. And what are the pressures, internal feelings that go along with that? Hmm. Especially when you have to turn them down. Yeah, that feels like pressure. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. How about you? What are you? What topic are you? Well, that's the look of somebody who's going to drop a topic better than the one I just brought. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. That's the that's the face she's making. Like inspiration is hitting her as this is. Uh, uh, I, um, so we had a text exchange, it might have been just last week, mm-hmm. about something mm-hmm. that I thought maybe I'll, maybe we, we should actually like talk it through. Mm-hmm. A bit more and maybe uh, find something new about it or ways I can learn to be a better person, (laughs) which, okay, it, okay, how do I label this topic? I think it might boil down to... judgments or assumptions we make based on appearances 
Yeah, I, I think that's what I would maybe label the big hmm. subject. Do you remember okay. this text exchange? I do remember this. There were multiple text exchanges that we had, and I was sorting through which one was which uh, because it feels as if it's been a long week. Mm, yeah. So. Yeah, it does feel like it's been longer than a week. Um, yeah, that is a that is a solid that's a solid topic as well. Okay, so what do you want to play with today? I don't know. Both of these are good. Both of these came uh, to us via text message. I'll mm. admit. Um. So I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to pick mine because <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> uh, okay, that, let's put that down on the list for a topic in the future. Stephanie yeah. has no shame, huh? Or maybe it's just that I like being decisive. Mm. Ooh, lots of people would argue with me about that one. <laughs> well, write down your topic, too, for another time. Okay. Okay, shall I set the stage here and uh, give a little bit more please. background? Please, I'm in the seat. I found it. I had to squeeze by two or three people, right? Like it's a theater that's a little bit, you know, the seats are kind of close and you had to do that awkward thing where you got your playbill and you've got your beverage. You're like, oh, excuse me, my, my seats are over there. There was a bit of a line to get my beverage. So you have to like knee past. And do you like look the, like, do you do it by the face or do you give them the butt while you like scoot past or do they stand up or do they give you like sassy looks about it or not? Okay. Okay. Um, you just got to stop because <laughs> I'm in my seat. I'm ready. No. You're what giving me anxiety like? talking about <laughs> being so close to people. Okay, I need a breath. Okay. Okay, here is the situation that came up. I was dropping my son off at school one morning. And uh, what we do is we uh, – basically, I park near the school, get everybody out of the car, and then we walk into school so we can get – and actually, I think that day, I did basically walk him to his classroom. Usually, I stop and let him walk himself most of the way because – we're trying to encourage independence. Um, but that morning I did go into basically his classroom. And so I'm wa I've left him. He's fine. I'm walking out of the school grounds and I see this woman come running from the parking lot holding a backpack of 
I mean, I think it was like a unicorn backpack. <laughs> and um, so she's running into the campus to, I'm assuming, take to her child in the classroom. But the thing that sticks out most when I first see this woman running is that she is just wearing a sports bra and shorts, like running shorts, I would call them. Um, And I, okay, first of all, I'm going to be very honest with you. I immediately thought, wow, she's quite bold for not wearing many clothes on an elementary school campus. And wow, what I wonder what kind of mother she is. Right after I had that thought, another thought came in, which was something like, wow, why did I immediately jump to assessing what kind of mother, how good of a mother she must be based on the clothes she's wearing alone? I didn't go to the fact that she's being a nice mother for bringing the backpack into school. I didn't think about what a caring mom she must be for wanting her child to be prepared for the day. And I just, honestly, I was mad at myself for immediately judging someone based on the clothes that they're wearing. And also, not even to mention, I'm also just assuming that she's someone's mother, you know, who knows. Um, But I think that is not the important place to look here but I will say like I don't actually know if she's someone's mother but she she has someone who needed a backpack (laughs) so that is what got me thinking about what assumptions we carry just solely based on appearance That's my, I, I feel like it's such a shameful story. Mm. Here I am. I'm full of shame. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's a very common thing that everyone does. And we're kind of conditioned to think that way. Like, oh, they must be a bad person because... 
they're not in the uh, what our society has deemed good or appropriate. Yeah. Clothes are an interesting thing mm. because we have to choose them. I think the only, the next closest thing to that is hair. Mm. Um, but I have a lot more clothes than I have hair, even though I have a lot of hair. Like I can't change that quite as quickly or, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, kind of have to pick something and go with it for a little while unless you're really go from long to short. But even then that's one, one move. So it's this weird place where I think there is personal choice to some degree reflected in what someone's wearing. And that's not always the case because if you're a little kid and your parents give you clothes to wear and, uh, (laughs) it's their reflection, you're wearing this. Yeah. It's not, it's not always, but it's something that we all choose. And it's, it's literally we're putting the cover on the book every time that Mm. we go out and show off our book covers to other people. (laughs) So I think I think that's the first thing that comes up is that there's that deep level of, huh, yeah, we we have all of this choice around clothing. There's lots of different styles that we can wear, and some of them are useful, and some of them are just for show, and some of them are just comfortable, and we associate different clothes, these different shells with different things sometimes. So mm-hmm. when you relayed this story to me, my uh, first thought was like, oh, well, she is running. <laughs> That's a perfectly acceptable <laughs> outfit <laughs> if you're going to go running. Um, right. Uh, That's another thing I, I could have immediately thought like, hey, good for her. She's taking care of her body. Way to go. She's running, literally. Um. So... Yeah, it's the the context of the book cover matters too. Um, so, like, what other books are you around? So, are you a, a comic book on a shelf of old first editions that are leather bound? <laughs> like, does that feel like it fits? Why does that feel like it fit? Why does it not feel like it fit? Um, so, I I guess that was the first thing that I wanted to kind of acknowledge all that is that this is a weird situation. It's one that we encounter yeah. every day, but like also it's kind of weird. Um, and uh, I guess just like, I, this is the other thing I said in that text. I feel like I'm rehashing this, but I, no one else has read this <laughs> but us uh, is how you had that initial judgment and then caught yourself. And I think a lot of us don't, do the catch, catch yourself. So if the, if the initial judgment happens and then you, you feel like, oh man, I shouldn't have made that judgment. Like that is you thinking through the process. Um, that's you giving attention to, um, this thing that, that again, I, as I've hopefully established is kind of weird. Like we're just used to it cause we do it every day, but it's also kind of weird. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just, I get frustrated by it though. Like, and it feels like it's so ingrained in our world. But I wish I didn't go to that place, you know? Mm. Like, I was thinking about it more, obviously, through this week. <clears throat> and I remember, uh, I don't know, I forget how many years ago now it was. But, um, you know, that time when we had the first female candidate running for president, that one. And I remember watching, like, it was probably one of the debates or something, and thinking, oh, gosh, why'd she have to wear that? Couldn't she, like, gosh, I, I just wish she would have picked something else. Something more appealing. <laughs> like, and then I realized I've never had that thought about a male, a male candidate, or most males, you know? It's like, oh, they put on a suit and they're fine, you know? It's. It's fine because that's what we're used to, I guess. I'm not sure. But, you know, then this woman puts on a suit and I'm like, oh, mm, not that suit. Like, uh, who am I to even get to make that judgment? It, it's so frustrating to me that we can easily jump to the judgment. And I am going to say it primarily happens with females. Um, and that makes me even more mad because then it gets into the, oh, I'm in competition with all of the other females. Mm. And then it's like, oh, we're stuck in that vortex of women versus women, mm. you know, um, which I think, yeah, is a dangerous place to be. Um, and so basically I end up very mad at the patriarchy. Mm. <laughs> I Do you like where I've ended up? <laughs> We got there. So I'll I'll share one more story before we okay. dive in. It seems like what you're pulling at is, or what you've highlighted is a different difference in expectations. Mm -hmm. And there was uh, someone in college I went to school with. I don't actually know this person. They were in one of the sororities that I had friends in or friends they were like eh, close-ish sororities versus rival sororities. But there was somebody who she was always dressed up. She always looked incredibly nice. Makeup, full makeup, like something stylish all the time. 
And the amount yeah. of complaints that my friends who were in the sorority would lob at this person privately of, of being annoyed that like this person is looking so nice was constant. Yeah. And I, 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 I couldn't see it. So like I, I was not aware of the frustration of like those setting of expectations. And so I would always make the comment of like, you know, maybe that's the only place she has control in her life. And this is, it comes back to it being a choice of like, Hey, I, if you feel better wearing clothes that you really like selected and you enjoy and want to share that and you want to do makeup, like go for it. Um, but I, I never, because I'm not, I don't have the same expectations. I was not in the frustrated at this person for making everyone else look bad by comparison. Um, so I've, I've seen a dose of that on the, on the upper end, uh, as well as what I think you've talked about on the, on the lower end of like looking down on somebody who was not reaching up yeah. to the expectations. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the expectations. Um, like many things are ridiculous, right? But we're so governed by them. So where do they come from for you? I I mean, it's just growing up in this society, I think. It's not like I can't point well actually I can point to some specific thing which is um, dress codes at school Mm -hmm. oh let's tell little girls what's acceptable and what's not acceptable because you know if they're wearing a spaghetti strap ooh. I mean, you're basically telling boys like, oh, I'm here to be looked at or I don't know. (laughs) But like, how ridiculous is it that they've put these rules into schools um, that don't have to do with education Mm. actually it does have to do Mm. with education uh of how we're brought up and these expectations that get created right Mm -hmm. so i am a rule follower Mm. um and so i just took that information in as a kid, accepted it, mm. followed it, and now as an adult, I'm sitting over here judging those who probably got sent to the principal's office for not following the dress code. <laughs> yeah. So who we we said the word society. 
But like, mm. what what is that rule? Like, who? Society is big. Society is a big amorphous like thing. So, what is it actually that's like enforcing this or adding weight to it? Because you've been taught this thing, and so you kind of default back to that, and you've started to question it in the moment and and feel feel the weight of that education that you're trying to unlearn. Yeah, I mean it it has to be the people who have power. I'm nodding. Who are enforcing all of these ideals. Mm. In the context of your in the context of the uh, the school, this school community is, I guess, I guess my question is like, I can see how in some situations, especially in a business situation where there's a very distinct power structure and people, you show up knowing that Mm -hmm. in something like a school, it's a bit more open. And so I'm curious what, um, I'm curious what the, like who is the actual enforcer of that power structure? Like which, which person in this, in this zone actually benefits from this group of like decisions that were made and applied, um, differentially to two different perceived genders. Here's the bigger question. What happens, what happened to this, this person who seemed to break the rules? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened. I, she was uh, uh, judged without her knowing. Okay. Yeah. But also, I judged by whom? I mean, by me. I don't know if by anyone else. So there's this, I think that's where the, like, society comes in is there like I'm judging this person because I'm holding this group of rules that I think everyone else is enforcing too but you kind of have to assume that everyone else is holding those true and so I think that's where this weird power comes in because nobody's enforcing this there's not going to be repercussions for this thing that there shouldn't be repercussions for but yet it is a break in what we expect so I think it's that perception that everybody else is thinking the same way we are, that it's like, is reinforcement of a power that's like beyond what it, with the power's actual reach. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I... No, there have been times in my life where something like this has happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the next time I'm with some girlfriends, I'll relay mm-hmm. this and say, wow, what a bold woman for wearing barely mm-hmm. anything at school, right? And then it's like, their responses fuel mm, mm-hmm. the idea as well and kind of keeps it 
going. So it builds. And so the next time it happens, you do the same mm. thing again, right? This um, this is why watching reality TV shows is fun. Mm. With other, you watch it with other people, and then you get to you get to gossip about mm-hmm. these other people with the people you're around, and that exists because that builds social trust between your group. So you've identified as somebody somebody outside of the group, and you're saying, "Oh, here's this new person, and they are outside of our group because look at our group standards over here." They're different. Aren't they different? Mm. Can you believe this? Yes. So this is this is a natural human thing to do. Uh, like, and I say that just as like, this is what humans do, not to assign a value judgment to it. But I guess the the question is, what what does it serve? Who does it serve to mm-hmm. do that around this specific this specific moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also is that makes me think of this, um, interesting, uh, idea that I was kind of grappling with this week, which is like, we, I believe, as humans, you let me know if this is true or not. We are, we love putting things in boxes mm-hmm. or labeling things. And so we uh, can label ourselves a certain thing, and that makes us part of a group, usually, right? And so it's like, oh, I'm in my 30s. I'm part of the 30s group. Mm. And that can give us a sense of belonging, Mm -hmm. right? Like, all right, I have this group of people who are the same age as me. (laughs) Um, But then there are also times where we get labeled and we, I don't know if it's that we just don't like it or maybe it doesn't quite fit right. Like it feels like we're trying to be s- squeezed into this box. And so then we kind of like fight against having a label, right? And so it's like this tension between wanting to feel like we belong and have a community or support as well as being our own unique individual and living our own experience, right? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting kind of paradox, I think. (laughs) Yeah, paradox makes it seem like the two things can't exist at the same time. I would call it balance. Because they both do exist at the same time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, But yeah, it's this, I think there's also like a surprise. I like looking at this in the bit of a historical perspective. So Mm -hmm. uh, there was a time 
I don't remember when, 200 years ago, whatever, where seeing someone's ankles was considered improper. Mm-hmm. Do we give a give two shits about that now? No. We do not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, it's just... We might actually be thinking the other, the opposite, right? Like, it might be weird if someone never showed their ankles. Yeah, if somebody was right? really hiding their ankles, I, you'd, you'd be like, okay, huh, okay. That seems like an yeah. odd choice. What What is the fixation on ankles here? Exactly. Um. So part of... When I try to look at these things and I feel... I feel the weight of being a rule follower because I, I feel that too sometimes and see something butt up against that. Putting it, in, putting it into some sort of like historical timeline is like, huh, okay, well, I'm glad that we all show our ankles now. That would really be a hassle. And I really enjoy going to the beach and not having to worry about my ankles <laughs> being covered. <laughs> so is there like, is this thing that I'm feeling now, is this specific to time and place or is this specific to something kind of broader? And I think the that kind of double check is to say, hey, is this something that like really were, is like a good thing for everybody involved? It's like good for us as humans. It's good for us as a team. It's good for us as like people to be like putting energy into that and worrying about it and and if it's if it's if it kind of doesn't hit into that then i kind of treat it with this historical like shift of like cool well then this is like a thing of the moment and i don't need to like worry about that as much and so when i said the running uh comment to you via text message i was i definitely like was hearing that vibe like of of oh hey here's somebody who's breaking all the rules and the rules technically mm. are unwritten and nobody's like calling them on it because they're unwritten. But also if I tell my friends about this, they'll be on my side. Like, mm-hmm. and so me making the running comment was pulling out that like moment of, Oh, well you said she was running. <laughs> She's wearing running clothes. <laughs> she just happens to be like, I couriering a, a unicorn backpack to her uh, <laughs> kid and or person she's taking care of right now. So yeah, this is, this is not to say that I have some lack of judgment because, Oh no, it's there. I think it's just, <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm seeing a different dose of it because uh, I didn't grow up with that same, the same pressures in the same way. Um, mm. And so it is, it is got to admit, it's a little bit easier for me to say like, huh, is she like hurting anybody? does it really matter? Is it worth getting? So, and why, why do you think it's easier for you? I think it's easier <clears throat> for me because I don't have a group of people that I like, chill with that are gender related to me does that Mm. like i don't have a crew of of bros it's like oh can you can you believe this bro he's not like living up to the bro code that's unwritten that like we pressure (laughs) i think that exists i think i just don't seek that out in part because of right now like i'm not going outside that much but 
in the past, I've definitely, you feel that in workplaces. You feel that in places where um, there are a little bit more structure and rules. Where I feel it personally is when I mess with that, when I mess mm-hmm. with those expectations. So there's, uh, I don't think I would feel bad if some other I, man was dressed really well but I am constantly someone who is playing with dress code down. So I feel like mm. I'm the person who would run in <laughs> with my like running clothes on, maybe shirt off. Here you go, school. Here's here's my kid's unicorn backpack. I'm just going to like take a run because uh, I'm going to need to get this in as quickly as possible. Um, and, you know, there are, there are style choices that uh, – that break the mold that then you have to deal with people commenting on sometimes or knowing that this is something different that not everybody's going to be, somebody's going to be potentially seeing this for the first time. Um, so that's, yeah. I, I'm the person running. I think that's where, that's where <laughs> I get it most often. Mm. So I, to give an example, I wear a lot of leggings. They're very comfortable. And most men don't wear leggings unless you're running track in the Olympics. Ah, oh, international summer comp- competitive games. Ah, oh, slipped so hard right there. So, so I actually there there are moments where I would just wear leggings and not care about it, but I feel like, ooh, do I want to deal the looks? For uh, oh, I mean, yeah, for looks and comfort. To be honest, oh, they're so comfortable. Uh, where I would feel like I could pull them off and I'd be fine with it, but it might get other people talking in a way that I just don't want to deal with. And so I, there yeah. are moments that I pick what I wear because of that. Like, oh, I just kind of want to be ignored, or do I want to make a statement, a potential statement, and have to be thinking about that potential statement yeah that sounds like a lot of work (laughs) yeah i i don't think it's as much as uh i women or people who identify as women generally have to deal with to be honest so Mm. it's enough it's it's more than most i think men have to deal with but um Again, that's a choice, but like to me, it's, it's that it's like living out that same thing of like, cool. Why is there any reason? Like if you go back and look at the Renaissance, all the men wore tights. Like this is not the first time in human history that I, men have not worn tight pants. And so with that perspective, um, that kind of helps me let go of it a little bit, but it's always a balance. It's always there. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think overall I'm I'm trying to wrap this up and I don't think I'll capture it all. So, I mean, Uh, uh, okay so um 
I think I, well, I'm not cured of making judgments. Definitely not. I'm not going to be perfect (laughs) at that. And it just makes me want to catch myself more in that and try to let it, like, let them kind of roll off instead of getting caught in a potential um, wheel of either gossip or um, making myself feel better than or potentially less than, you know, could go that way too. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't have much more than that, but I thought it was an interesting thing to think about. And I wonder how many other things um, that I judge, and it's almost unconscious at this point because it's been so ingrained, so... I don't know. I think it'll make me pay attention a little bit more. Mm. Like a judgment journal. What am I judging? Is it useful or not? <laughs> uh, yeah. I have a question that's maybe okay. a challenge. Ooh. What could you do differently to like break yourself one of these judgments? Like, like, what if you showed up to drop your kid off at school wearing your workout clothes? Oh, see, here's the thing. I'm always wearing my workout clothes. <laughs> the thing is, I my workout clothes always consist of a shirt, mm-hmm. at least. So it, that's the other thing. We're basically wearing the same thing, except I have long pants on versus shorts. So... Again, who am I <laughs> to judge? Um, okay, but I hear you. I hear you. Because I think it's, I think that's a, it's a, it's almost like a, ro- like a roller coaster. Like you get on this thing, you make, you make this choice in the morning and then you're in it because you're like, okay, sorry, kid, I need to drive home to rechange because I decided to not push this thing a little bit that I think exists, but nobody else has ever told me or asked about. Um, so I don't know, having done it a, a handful of times with different style choices that I've made in the past, <laughs> some good, some not good. Um, I don't know. It's, it puts a, it adds another dimension to the thing. Yeah. Well, and then, Okay, this could be a whole nother topic, so maybe write this down. But it's like, okay, you're willing to break out of whatever thing you think is the right thing or the right way or some rule that you have to follow. 
you're willing to break it, but like how far do you have to actually go? You know, like if here's what I'm saying to make this a little bit more concrete. Like I thought you were going to ask me to go show up at school in just a sports mm. bra, go drop my kid off in just a sports bra. That just doesn't feel like me, mm. you know? And so it's like I'm willing to break these rules in an effort to continue to um, get rid of these judgments. But where do you draw the line between, okay, I'm consciously making this choice to break this unwritten rule and still stay true to who you are? How much of you was shaped by society? I'm... I mean, I would say all of it. Mm. I, yeah, I think we're creatures of our habit, so. Yeah, I, I hear that and, and think. <laughs> Stephanie is an amorphous concept. You can, you can change if you want to. Yeah. So I guess, oh, well, I think what I'm hearing you say is like, we'll just try it out and see. Like, have I ever just gone out in a sports bra and just like seen how it felt? Or have I just been ruling my life with, oh, I can't just wear a bra outside because of this, 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 and this? That's the. I don't know if I'm there. That's yet. the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Maybe we can find a different way to experience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's all you. You have to do what you're, what you feel comfortable with. Um, so. Let me just put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this gets into a lot of other unwritten rules <laughs> that might be interesting to talk about further. But my yeah, here's OK. Here's my final thought on unwritten rules. Write them down and then read them back. See, see how good they are. <laughs> Ask ask yeah. why that rule exists. If there's a good reason, keep it. If there's not a good reason, let's let's pull it apart. Why? You know, I might bring a list of unwritten rules mm. back to a future episode, Ooh. and then we can maybe debate on if they're useful or not. Because some of them 
I'm actually not sure. Mm. You know? I don't know if it's truth or if it's just been the same garbage that people in power have been feeding us, you know? It's hard. I think it's hard to know with some of them. I'm already excited for that episode. (laughs) I know, right? Like, okay, we got to wrap this up. But, I mean, this just getting juice here. Um, I'm like, I, I feel like we should challenge everybody mm. to think of a judgment that came up in your mind maybe this week, maybe today, maybe, I don't know, just the last one you can think of and challenge it. Like, see if it's really true or if it's just there to make you feel better about yourself or what? Like, how is it serving you? So, okay. That's all I wanted. I like that. I like that, uh, that question. How is it serving you? Mm hmm. How is it serving you and others? Put that in there. Mm. Good. That's a good one. Okay. I'm hoping now that I've talked through this out loud, I can kind of release it. I mean, I think it's something to be worked on, but this particular Mm. situation, I feel like, okay. Cool. Okay, Thomas, this week, uh, thank you for playing with my schedule. And um, for giving me a compliment when we got on this call. Um, It's just nice to have a nice friend who, you know, says nice things. Stephanie, uh, I want to thank you for uh, being open about this moment. You're open about this moment when we texted about it, and then you were super open about it to share it with all the people that listen that you don't know. <laughs> that takes a lot of opening, and uh, I'm uh, inspired by that and just thankful that you're willing to share that. That's the a, that's a good kind of power the good kind of good kind of strength so thank you you're welcome and i just have to say i kind of have a like reaction to the word power Mm. now maybe that's another topic for later too but it's interesting all righty well see you next week text you later Bye-bye.
Oh, Thomas. I'm just about out of energy. Mm. So let's make this short and sweet. Thank you for listening. Would you mind giving us a rating? Oh, sounds good. Thank you very much. We, we love those five-star ratings. Also, we enjoy reading the reviews during this part of mm. our conversations. We do, do we, indeed. Do we ever. <laughs> cool. I think we've done our part. Okay. Hey, feel better. Hey, thanks. Please. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. For reals. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>